0: Hello and welcome to the Planet on a post podcast. I am Naomi Tucker and I am your host of this podcast. And welcome to season two of the podcast, episode one. Very excited to be here. We are in the year 2020. We are in a new decade and we are moving forward. So I'm very excited here to be sitting in the second season with you For those of you that have not heard the podcast, go back and binge listen to the episodes that we've had in the first season. We had some pretty amazing things that have occurred so far, had a few interviews. My favorite things are the interviews. I love talking with people and getting their take on leadership. And we had a few ladies that joined me last season and it was super special because it was the first season. So definitely go back there and check that out. But I do trust that all of you are well in what you do. If you're not, I really sincerely sincerely hope that it gets better for you. And we are we are we are here. We are in 2020. So this is amazing. This is awesome. So today I wanted to chat a bit about the importance of setting boundaries. Now, many of you know that we have gotten into a new book club selection for our book club members. It is a wonderful book to start off with, and it is called Boundaries for Leaders by Henry Cloud. It is a very classic book. It is an oldie but a goodie. Most of you may know Henry Cloud by his work with the book Boundaries, which is a phenomenal book, and it really delves personally into boundaries that you set in your life. Boundaries for Leaders is a different spin because it really talks about setting boundaries from a leadership standpoint, working with your teams and really getting um, the results that you need in your relationships and in your business. So that is what we're going to be focusing on while reading Boundaries with Leaders. The book club is going to be February 12th and um, that's a Wednesday. It normally takes place on Facebook Live. For those of you that want to Follow the discussions as we're getting through the book. Definitely follow the event, which is on Facebook, and get involved in the discussion. If you're coming across any aha moment that you may have in the book, definitely post it. we like to just kind of encourage that conversation before we have the live discussion. So definitely do that. We're looking forward to reading this book, getting into it. You know, I have read this book before, but I am reading it again because it really is an essential staple, you know, item to have on your bookshelf when you're looking at establishing those boundaries for the new year. So today we are going to be talking about the importance of setting boundaries and before I do get started I wanted to remind you that I would love it if you could rate, like and share this podcast. I would love to be able to reach more people and if this podcast is something that you do enjoy listening to, please pass that joy along to some others by sharing. I would really appreciate that um um, recommend it, rate it, and just really look forward to getting your feedback, good or bad, um, so we can know what we can do to grow and to serve you as our listener. So we are talking about the importance of boundaries. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this um, particularly today is because of a little story that I heard um on YouTube, so I don't know about you, but I do enjoy um, going on YouTube watching videos. I know sometimes you can kind of get lost in watching videos, but I was looking at a video um, by Cold Fusion, who's brand new to me, by the way. I don't know why I've been sleeping on their videos, but it was a video about making the iPhone. And Cold Fusion, I've kind of gotten to um, really binge watch some of their episodes that they have on YouTube or some of their videos. They just really bring history to you from a different perspective, and I just really love the amazing work that. They're doing there on that channel and being able to kind of bring you information with a different perspective, a story maybe that you haven't heard. So, the story that I was looking at was the making of the iPhone. And what I didn't know really was that there were two teams competing internally for how the iPhone worked. One, I believe, focused on the non touch model. So, those of you that may be familiar with the old iPod Nano. And, you know, you're just kind of clicking the buttons and kind of that, the wheel scroll. So one team was working on that type of model for the new iPhone. And the other focused on more of the touchscreen, which we know today. So um, it isn't a, it isn't a, <clears throat> we know exactly what they picked. They picked the touch screen, but it's interesting that there were two different teams. And so they were working very hard tireless effort they had an impossible um, time deadline extreme limitations and although in the end we had a beautiful product we had the iPhone the teams were stretched very very far so this video indicated that people quit their health suffered People got divorced in their their families were impacted. And that is a tremendous amount of sacrifice for um, this iPhone. So to me, I felt a little sad about that. No one really should have to lose their family, have a hell trial because of their work. But you know what? That happens. That happens in work. Um sometimes we get caught up in a season of busy and we don't protect ourselves, protect our families with boundaries, that sometimes it could have dire effects. So you wonder if the product is worth what the sacrifice was. And it has brought better life for everyone. The iPhone, you know, right now, uh, people can record podcasts on their iPhone. And so, you know, obviously, this invention has definitely made life better. But there is a tremendous amount of sacrifice that did go into it that shouldn't really be forgotten. So I'm sure if you ask these families, was it worth their families being split up um, for the iPhone, they would give you a different answer. And of course, we don't know the circumstances of these families because the state, they could have been in a, you know, kind of a broken state before or the relationships weren't as secure as they were moving through this season. But it really is a great example of boundary setting and ensuring that we do have boundaries set in our relationships, in our business, so that if we do have to move through these seasons of busy, that we are definitely protected or the things that matter the most to us are protected. It also is a great example of how as leaders, we should really keep our ears tuned in to what's happening on our teams, encouraging what their boundaries are um, and, you know, really really helping them with that as they're going through a season of busy, busy times. Because as a leader, I think that's you do not want to see another team member suffer with their families or having to quit their jobs because it got a little bit too intense. So those things um, were some learnings from that particular story. So I will put the link to that particular video in the show notes if I can for you, but I feel like it was a really great um, video and perspective that was offered. So um, I would encourage you to just, you know, take a watch of that video and see what you think. I would love to hear your feedback on any additional insights that you may have about that. But I wanted to transition to the book a bit. So in the book, Boundaries, that we are talking about, Henry Cloud really um, states that people's brains and hearts and minds are connected or constructed to perform under certain conditions, certain dynamics. And so when these dynamics are present, they produce and thrive. So the people that you lead, think, behave, and perform to their capacities. So when you have everything at an optimal level, your people will perform at their maximum capacity. But when these conditions are violated or not provided, then people cannot bring their visions or their plans to fruition. So um, I also think that this is also a great concept to understand because if the conditions of your people are not met, they will not be able to bring things to the finish line for you. Um, So really making sure Like I mentioned, that their boundaries are upheld, that you're meeting with them regularly to just make sure that you don't have to make any pivots in strategy to be able to help them accomplish the goals that you have set for them or they have set for themselves. So I find that this is really true in the teams that I lead. Everyone really has their unique set of differences. They have different ways to process, different ways they operate. They have different ways that they listen to the information that you give them. And, and some of them perceive and translate that differently to themselves. So you really have to, as a leader, really know what your your team's hot buttons are, what their capacities are, so that um, not, not only so that you're aware of their boundaries, but of your own boundaries when you're interacting with them. So that's very important when you're working with teens. Setting boundaries for your team can also help them stay fixed in operating tasks that uphold the vision for your business. It helps give them parameters or even a helpful guide on how to move forward. So Discuss what those boundaries are. You know, sometimes I feel as though people have boundaries, but the boundaries have to be like a secret thing. It, it doesn't have to be secret. If you have a, a certain boundary, if you can't come into work until a certain time, I feel like that's an open discussion. Have that discussion with your team member and see what kind of way that you can meet them, meet them with what they need in their lives and that's how we can continue to move forward and understand each other what each other's needs are and be able to meet our goals each year i find it's extremely helpful to discuss how you ended the year the learnings that you had you know we just got out of 2019 did you really evaluate 2019 for yourself for your teams to say how was my year what did I accomplish in the year um, our teams like to think of did we stretch ourselves enough did you give it your all are there certain projects you could have brought to the finish line are there certain things that you could have picked up along the way or did you stretch yourself too much um, Did you stretch yourself too much to the point where you burnt out, where your team members burnt out? Those are very significant things to note because you don't want to go into another year burning people out. And we want to set parameters in place, whether it be hiring new staff, whether it be some additional training to be able to help the situation, your teams, even yourself to be able to move through the seasons of pressure um, when they need to. So understanding your team's response to these questions and situations really can help you determine what your boundaries and what your goals should even be the next time around. And it doesn't mean that you have to kind of take, um, that goal off the table. Sometimes it just means the how, how you get to the goal might be different instead of, a you know, having it be one particular way you try something, something different. So um, it allows you to be more creative in how you actually meet the goal that you need. So Also, I just wanted to say that when you don't set boundaries for yourself as a leader or even your team, it can be devastating. You can find yourself fearing off course and not in the direction you wanted to go in the first place. Have you ever started a project that just ended up being totally different? Now, I don't mean different in terms of, you know, you started off one way, somebody thought of an awesome idea and it you know, you innovated that idea and you came out in a better place, but it is the same goal, but a better place, better than you expected. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you started off with a particular goal, you started a project, and somehow that project just ended up to be totally different, not even moving towards the goals that you wanted. Sometimes you that can cause a really major problem if you're not careful. So pay attention to your team, their particular needs, um, you know, because not paying to those, paying attention to those can also be just as harsh. So I think that just goes to just always checking in with your teams, knowing where they are, Um knowing where the status of your different projects are and what's happening to them. It, like I mentioned, if they're getting you know tired, if they're getting burnt out, if there's something personal going on um, in the situation that they no longer can handle it, you just want to be able to quickly change course, give that person the rest that they need and perhaps engage another team member. These are things that as a leader, you just want to make sure that you keep a pulse on. So, yes, setting boundaries is definitely important. Um, You know, number one, we need to understand what our boundaries are as personally, understand what your boundaries are as a person, as a, as, as your own self, um, whether that be you want to make sure that you get out of the office at five or six o'clock and not turn the you know, your laptop on again, Uh, that is a boundary, understand what they are personally to you, but then also understand what they are professionally and understand the boundaries of your teams and respect those. Number two, we have to just communicate our goals and our visions effectively and empower our teams to be able to work at their best. So most of that comes with clear and effective communication. Um, making sure that your team reiterates those goals and visions so that their perception of it is similar to yours and being able to just let them go let them be able to work towards the goals that you set with some checkpoints. Number three, we just need to keep things on track, as I mentioned, taking a pulse check to make sure that personally and professionally, our teams are getting what they need to be successful in work and life. So those are some three takeaways in, you know, why it's important to set your boundaries as a leader. And as we continue to move through the books, I will perhaps come on the podcast to really talk about some insights that I might have for you. For those interested in the Code Fusion video, like I mentioned, I'll make sure to link that. But I would really encourage you, if something inspired you in this podcast, I would encourage you to pick up a copy of Boundaries for Leaders. You can pick it up, you know, Amazon is kind of like one of my favorite places. Pick it up at Amazon do Audible. You can also um, go to your local library, get an ebook or a copy of this and read it along with us. Um, Again, you have a full month to do it. February 12th is the date that we'll um, connect. And it is a quick read. And if you do it on audiobook, it should go very quickly for you. So would really love um, some of you to help join this conversation and um you know so that we can help each other to be better set our boundaries and move through 2020 in an effective efficient and productive matter manner so again it's been wonderful to connect with you all i really really hope that you join me on february 12th otherwise i will be able to connect with you on the next episode of um of the Planet on a Post-it podcast. And um, until next time, I just encourage you to have joy in today.